Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Don't touch me. I'll beat your brains out. You believe in miracles? Yes! I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Let's get ready to rumble. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Gypsy. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. I think that the NFL knows what Randy Moss has done with marijuana, and I think the NFL knows what Randy Moss does with marijuana. Hey, Larry. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Good morning, and thank you for joining me. Top of the morning. Those of you already on Facebook Live, the millions listening around the world on Block Talk Radio, live from Hollywood, California, this is Tough Love. I'm Alistair Conrath. Hopefully everybody's having a great Sunday so far. As always, lots to get to. Uh, UFC 231 was last night. Epic main event. Actually, you know, I mean, you could argue it really wasn't, being that it was so one-sided. But it was... A really good match and a lot of fun to watch. Also, Vasily Lomachenko fought last night uh, in what I thought was a little bit more uh, of a challenge than he actually got, uh, or than, than I thought it would be. So that was kind of cool. Um, Dino, Steve, Mark, all of you, top of the morning. Um, obviously, the Vikings play tomorrow night uh, at Seattle. Um, I'm not feeling too confident about it. Uh, But first, real quick, I just want to say, go Army. That's three straight years, bitches. Go Army. Army beat Navy on yesterday, uh, and uh, that makes three years in a row. You know, I will say it doesn't – it's not the most entertaining football by any means. Uh, A bunch of, uh, you know, triple option football, which nobody gives a shit about anymore. Um, ironically, the Gophers, Minnesota Gophers, are playing Georgia Tech in their bowl game, and Georgia Tech actually is the last, uh, one of the last college teams to run the triple option, uh, for sure, the last Power Five. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, go Army, uh, another big win uh, for those guys. Um, and, uh, you know, I want to start off real quick just by chatting about the Vikings. I didn't do the Tuesday night show because I'm a piece of shit and, uh, you know, wasn't really feeling up to it. I've been battling a cold as you might be able to hear it. In- 
And I just, I, you know, this has been a, a tough, tough week physically. Uh, so anyway, I didn't do it, but I never got to touch on the Vikings and Patriots. I, the only reason I'm even bringing it up is because tomorrow, tomorrow night, Monday Night Football, Vikings, Seahawks, you know, the Vikings need to get back to their roots, if you will. Um, I, I, you know, I like the fact that Adam Thielen's having a big year. Although you could argue in the past month, he, you know, obviously hasn't been as strong as the previous two. Uh, Diggs is good. Cousins is on pace to throw for a lot of yards. But when's the last time a, a offense, you know, passing offense has won the Super Bowl? And granted, there might have been, and I, you know, I mean, Indianapolis beat the Bears, obviously, in 05 or 06, whatever year that was. Um, you, know, I, you know, I don't include the Patriots. Patriots are a unicorn that nobody appreciates and respects. Leave the Patriots out. And when's the last time that has happened? That's why I'm not, a, you know, I don't think Kansas City is going to win the Super Bowl. Um, I, I do believe you need a running game, and I'm not saying you need to run it all the time, but DeFilippo, the offensive coordinator, reminds me a lot of Andy Reid in Kansas City. Last week against the Patriots, it's tied 10-10 to going into half. You're running the ball effectively on New England. Dalvin Cook's got nine carries, 84 yards, over nine yards a clip. You're running the ball over seven yards a clip. And then you just go away from it. And that's inexcusable. It's inexcusable. Pates come out to get the the quick touchdown. Why the hell the Vikings had Marcus Sherrill on the field is beyond me. Especially if you're going to put him on the field, fine. Why why are you putting him on Josh Gordon? I mean, oh, God, there's just – there's a lot of things this year that are really – frustrating uh to me and it obviously started with that buffalo loss which i bring up every week because it's just it's inexcusable still um having Sherrill's on the on gordon made no sense gives up the first you know that 24 yard catch first play and then you know three or four plays later gordon takes in for a touchdown after that the vikings you know panicked and threw it three times three and out brady and company go down score again the inability to stick with the run is going to be the downfall of this team. Just the simplicity of football is true. Obviously, there's so many different things that go into it. But if you can run the ball effectively, that keeps a defense honest. It's as simple as that. There's, there's no magic to it. It's literally keeping a defense honest. And when you don't have a threat of a run, it doesn't keep a defense honest. Look at in Chicago. The Vikings ran it, I think, 14 times. Three or, or, yeah, 13 or 14 times. They never once ran at Khalil Mack. Heaven forbid you make the guy work on every play. And, and so, therefore, the Bears knew that we were going to pass, and they just pinned their ears back and came after. The reason why Kirk Cousins doesn't have a lot of time in the pocket is because Teams don't respect the fact that we're going to run the football. And the stats back it. We ran the ball 47% of the time last year. I know I'm being a dead horse. I don't give a shit. It's so frustrating. 
Ran the ball 47% of the time last year. This year, you're running it 32% of the time. Well, all that tells the defense, especially Bill Belichick, is, yeah, well, you know what? They're going to run it. We'll let them get whatever they want when they run. But they're not going to stick with it. And so they're just going to pass, and we're going to, you know, be able to rush them, put pressure on Cousins, and make it difficult for them. That's so simplistic that happens, and it's so frustrating right now. There's so many other dynamics that go into the game and why the Vikings aren't doing so well. Obviously, injuries, having Xavier Rhodes out, having Trey Waynes go down, which you know how I feel about that. But going down <coughs> – excuse me, I'm sick – Going to, you know, and having to play Sheryls and Holton Hill, Mackenzie Alexander isn't the best case scenario. But you know what rectifies that a little? Run the goddamn ball. Keep the defense off the field. It doesn't help your own defense if you're going to go out and, and pass three consecutive plays and by chance you don't get the first. And the next thing you know, it's you've, you've what, ran a minute? a minute and a half possibly off the clock, if not less, and your defense has to go back on the field. You know, this, it's not a, a real hard game to figure out. It's not. Do I like Thielen and Diggs? Yes, but here's the deal. Dino and Chad are in, the, in Facebook, and they're big Saints fans. Nice game against uh, Dallas, by the way. But the beauty of the Saints is that they have a Hall of Fame quarterback who has proven over his career that if he has to, he'll throw the football, and he can at a Hall of Fame clip. But heaven forbid the Vikings can't look just far south enough to New Orleans and be like, gosh, they've got Kamara and they've got Ingram. We've got Cook and we've got Murray. Maybe not as good, but God damn it, they're not bad. And all you have to do is give them the football. There's been three games this year where Drew Brees has passed for less than 200 yards. Think about that. And they've won all three of them. Think about that. We're talking about a quarterback who set the record for most 5,000-yard passing seasons. And now they're just like, ah, we don't have to. Oops, hold on a sec here. I don't want to lose my shit. And they're just like, yeah. We don't, have to, we don't have to do it anymore. You know, I mean, it's so frustrating. And, uh, you know, I mean, we should have read the tea leaves. As Vikings fans, we should have read the tea leaves after the Buffalo game. And quite honestly, I did. And I'm not tooting a horn, but I know this, is if you are supposed to be a Super Bowl team and you let a team come in who's 0-2, who looks – like arguably the worst team at the time starting a rookie quarterback, his third game of his fucking career. And you get, you don't only get beat by a last second field. I'll say like overtime and a close game. And Oh man, you know, you got blown out by Buffalo at home. No weather conditions. You got killed by Buffalo. And I'm sorry, but that still resonates only because that's inexcusable. And so for the Vikings to be 6-5-1 and, and, and going through what they're going through after that debacle, I guess I'm not so surprised. And heaven forbid, I 
I'm not so amped up for tomorrow night in Seattle, where Russell Wilson is almost automatic on Monday night football. I think he's lost once in 10 tries or however many tries. And Kirk Cousins has never won on Monday night football. They've got a shitty primetime record. They've got a shitty night game record. I mean, I, you know, I get it. Kirk Cousins can, can toss it around. And I've said on this show numerous times that yes, Kirk Cousins has a, a nice arm. He makes good decisions, but I think some of the decisions that he has made are, are because of the lack of creativity on offense and the lack of running game. When you're under pressure, you make bad decisions. And that's what Kirk Cousins is going through. I fault him to a degree. Don't get me wrong. Some of the things that he has done, some of the throws that he has made, you can't do it. You can't do it. Dino, suck a dick. Mike McCarthy is available. (laughs) But you just, you can't do some of the decisions that he's done. But we've seen it with the Hall of Famers, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, so forth. If your quarterback doesn't have time in the pocket, they, they stop looking downfield and they start looking in front of them to see where that rush is coming from. And once you do that, you're looking and then you bring your eyes up, you're, you're already, you lost. And you're going you're gonna to make a bad read because you're not seeing what's going on. And the Vikings, because they don't run the football, that's what happened. It's, it's, it's so frustrating to watch. And, they, you know, I, I just wish... You know, the play calling could be different. And again, Filippo, I'm sure he's a good dude, but you need to run the ball. And that's bottom line. You need to run the football. And if you don't do it, get somebody in who will. The thing is, Seattle, Pete Carroll, love him or hate him, Pete Carroll is doing an insane coaching job this year. A lot of the defensive stalwarts are gone, brought in a young, young crew in Seattle. And it knew that he could not rely on the defense as much. And so what does he do? He tells his, uh, for the past two, three, four years, shitty offensive line, hey, we're going to run the ball. You are going to commit to running the football. You're going to be road graders. And we're not going to stop. We're not going to get away from it. If they do stop us, we got Russell Wilson. So this is what a recipe. Seattle is seven and five. What would you rather be right now? A Seattle fan or a Vikings fan? Vikings are six, five and one having to go to Seattle, which doesn't look promising on Monday night football. Seattle sitting at seven and five with a young, hungry defense, a a team that's running the football. I think it's 57% of the time, which is, insane but it works oh and you have russell wilson you're seven and five playing at home i'm sorry i think i'd rather be a seahawks fan in this scenario and they have it though that's just it you commit when you commit to the past you're just you're not letting the defense have any questions it's just that yeah. oh, okay sweet we get to pin our ears back and rush the passer this is going to be great. Oh, and Vikings don't have a, a really good off passing, pass-blocking offensive line? Sweet. Boy, they are so smart to want to pass all the time. I mean, it's, I'm just so goddamn frustrated. I just, it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> Damn it. So am I, is my outlook really, you know, positive for tomorrow night? No, it's not. I'm sorry. It's not. Um, so, 
you know, think of it what you will. Vikings go into Seattle tomorrow night. We'll see what happens. Um, moving on, speaking of the Saints, Saints go on the road today at Tampa Bay. Uh, I'm only saying this because Chad and Dino are in here, and I'll take two seconds on this. Saints lost at home to Tampa Bay in week one long time ago, albeit, albeit, it is on the road. It's raining and pouring in Tampa. Uh, I'll say this. I just got done mentioning Saints have, you know, a great running game. That's what they're going to do. The Drew Brees will probably pass for less than 200 yards again today. They're going to run the football effectively against the Bucs, and they'll win. That's what's going on. And uh, because of the rain, uh, Winston and company won't be able to throw it, you know, that well, and Saints will win that game. Um, there are huge football games today. There's uh, the beauty of uh, a regular season. My buddy Bob is like, God, the, there's some real bad games this week, you know, in the NFL. And that's only because there are five great games. And that takes up 10 teams. And the other, whatever, nine games are, you know, ah, whatever. There's still within that nine some implications. But you've got Ravens Chiefs, which I can't wait. I can't wait to see Ravens Chiefs. That's going to be awesome. Lamar Jackson, I'm telling you right now, that will come to an end. And he's 3-0, which is great. It's cute. But that will come to an end. I promise you. Chiefs at home in Arrowhead. It's cold. It's 34 or something like that. That doesn't really make a, make a difference to Baltimore. But Kansas City in Arrowhead is a tough out. Um, I'm, I'm just so intrigued to see Mahomes versus Baltimore's defense. We saw Baltimore against Drew Brees, albeit that was in Baltimore. Uh, and, you know, Tucker missed that extra point. You know, so who knows what would have happened. Uh, but they gave Drew Brees a tough out uh, and that offense. So it will be interesting to see how they stack up against Mahomes and the Chiefs offense in Kansas City. Obviously, Kareem Hunt will be out again. <laughs> he's gone. Uh, he will be back next year. But he's gone. Spencer Ware and company take over. Um, Eagles and Cowboys. Uh, I, you know, I mean, I obviously hate both of those teams. <laughs> but... It's, I, I am excited to see this game because Eagles look like they're slowly kind of coming back to form Carson Wentz and, and so forth. That defense is kind of stepping up again. They've won four out of the last five or six in Dallas. Um, Dallas obviously coming off that emotional win against New Orleans on Thursday night. Um, I mean, and their defense, Cowboys defense is just playing absolutely insane. Uh, Van Der Esch is amazing Jalen Smith is really good Demarcus Lawrence obviously is really good um, That back end is playing pretty decent too So now that is uh, I'm excited for that matchup Eagles-Cowboys going to be great uh, That's the late uh, the uh, Afternoon game Colts and Texans I know Colts got shut out Against Jacksonville last week Six nuts And after Jacksonville's pathetic showing against uh, the Titans on Thursday night. You know, it's just like, why? Colts, uh, you know, outside of that, have looked really good. Uh, but they go to Houston, winners of nine straight. Yeah, nine straight. Um, and they are rolling. Lamar, Lamar Smith? Is it Lamar Smith? Damn it. Something like that. They're running back. I can't. I'm having a brain fart right now. But Houston's running back is doing really well. Deshaun Watson is obviously doing really well. Their 
defense is playing, you know, out of their mind. I'm telling you, that get, by the way, Tyron Matthew, um, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyron Matthew going to Houston was huge. That was huge. And he's playing really well. Um, so that's going to be fun. Rams and Bears tonight. You know, it, it, am I the only one shocked that the Bears are a, a three-point underdog at home in Chicago in December? Holy shit. I'm telling you, I'm in Los Angeles. It got down to 48 degrees last night, and it's cool. It's, you know, like you have to put a hoodie on, maybe a windbreaker, you know, like it's cold. Climatization is real, and the Rams are going to have to go to Chicago tonight in the cold. I just, I don't know. I, the Rams, if they win, hey, that's good for the Vikings. Not that the Vikings are probably going to win tomorrow, but it would be good. I, I don't know. I think the Bears are going to win tonight. Trubisky comes back. Yeah, I mean, is he 100%? Who knows? But run the football. You know, don't do what the Vikings do. Just run the football. You've got two capable running backs in Howard and Cohen. Just run the football and, you know, do what, do what Seattle does. Play great defense. I have a feeling Chicago's defense is going to get after Jared Goff tonight. And uh, I put money on Chicago, so obviously that means the Rams will probably win. If you guys want to win some money, put money on the Rams tonight because I already put money on Chicago, so they're probably going to lose. Or in the worst-case scenario, you know, they lose by, like, two, and I, I'm out on all the money uh, and everything. Uh, but either way, that's going to be a good game. It will be a good game. I'm excited to see Gurley against that defense, too. Um, and then, obviously, like I say, the Vikings and Seahawks tomorrow night. I don't know. You know. I mean, I think the Vikings are good against the run, you know, which bodes well for you know stopping Seattle's attack. They don't do well against a running quarterback, or at least they've shown that they, they don't you know do well. Um, the Vikings, you know, and I just got done saying run the ball, but Seattle's weakness on defense is – their cornerback play, so it would behoove the Vikings to throw the ball, but you still can. You can still run the ball or pass the football. Just run, you know, and, and just stick with it. How, you know, I mean, again, last week you averaged seven and a half yards per carry against New England. Brian, and, you know, then go away from it. It just, just because you get down by one touchdown in the third effing quarter, you still have all day. You know, I mean, there's so much time to come back. Just, you know, what do they do? You know, they, they mess it up and they go away from it. And that can't happen. So, yes, the pass will be there tomorrow night. It will be there tomorrow night. You just have to be able to not be so obvious. So Seattle just gets to sit there and be like, oh, we're going to – you know, pass rush every time. You know, this so frustrating. Damn it. It's so frustrating. It's not that difficult. It's not. But again, when you have somebody who has the mindset of Andy Reid, and Andy Reid had Jamal Charles at one time, and, you know, as a fantasy football player and fantasy football players, you know, everywhere, there was nothing more frustrating than having Jamal Charles and Chiefs run him seven times or 11 times or nine times, you know, it's just because my Andy Reed can't help himself. 
he wants to throw the football. And that's why having Patrick Mahomes right now is just the greatest thing in the world for him. But you, you have to be able to run. And that is DiFilippo. He's just he's got that Andy Reid bug in him. And Zimmer, that's the thing that just kills me. If I'm Zimmer, I'm, I am telling him, you do this or you're gone. I'm the head coach. You, you do this or you're gone. That's a, we cannot have a 15% discrepancy from, from year to year. We had success last year. 13-3 and three with running the ball 47% of the time. Why? Because we didn't have as much confidence in Case Keenum. And so we ran the ball more. There's nothing wrong with that. I just mentioned Drew Brees and the Saints run it about 45% of the time. They've got Drew Brees. And they still are committed to running the football. Kirk Cousins isn't Drew Brees. Sorry. Run the goddamn ball. Uh, anybody see that fight last night? Woo! We might need a new offensive coordinator, Brian. I'm not saying a new head coach. I'm saying a new offensive coordinator, somebody who is going to run the goddamn ball. You can, you got great weapons. So if they stop the run, you know, after a while, yeah, you still can pass. That fight last night was great. Uh, it was, it was more competitive than I thought. Lomachenko, Pedraza, free boxing on ESPN. It was great. Uh, went the distance, but if you get a chance, and I'll post it to my uh, webpage, AlistairConrad.com, if they got just the 11th round on YouTube, I will show you why everybody loves Vasily Lomachenko. If you don't know who he is, if you don't follow boxing, it is still such an incredible round. And just, he's so fun to watch. And his, his, accuracy and everything is unbelievable i have a training tool that he uses it's this like velcro deal you put around your head there's a string and at the end of it's a ball and you just sit there and you try and hit the ball back and forth it's one of the hardest things i've ever had to do in my life i hit the ball maybe two out of every 10 like 20 percent Vasily does it for minutes and hitting the ball every time i mean the hand-eye coordination is amazing his accuracy is incredible he won in a decision, a pretty convincing one, but Pedraza gave him a fight. It was, it was a lot more entertaining than I thought it would be. Uh, but I will say this. You know, the beauty of sport is that you can make comparisons. And Lomachenko is Manny Pacquiao, which is an incredible comparison. And, and to be compared to a Hall of Famer like Pacquiao, one of the best ever, is awesome. Now think of Pacquiao with better accuracy and better defense. And that's Lomachenko. It's incredible. It's unbelievable to watch. His footwork, everything about him, he is literally, they call him the Matrix for a reason. He, he is so skilled. God dang, it's so fun to watch him. Um, and so I'll, I'll find the 11th round. I'll post that on my website and so you guys can check that out. Also, uh, last night, UFC 231, one of the most highly anticipated fights in MMA history. You had 14-0 and 1, Brian Ortega, 
uh, you know, a Los Angeles boy going up against the champ, Max Holloway, who hasn't lost in five years. His last loss was actually a decision to Conor McGregor. And they, you know, everybody was just, this is going to be it because Ortega has looked absolutely unstoppable. And so many people were putting money on Ortega. Like, this is the fight. Uh, and this is, he's going to do it. He hasn't lost. He looks great. Holloway beat his ass. <laughs> beat his ass. I, I've already posted the fight off YouTube. There's, somebody has a, the angle on it. It's really cool, too. It's almost like a, a, a bird's eye view from like a 45-degree angle looking down. So it's, you get to see it in a different perspective, and I love it. Uh, but that's posted to my website already, and I highly recommend checking that out. Uh, it, it, it's such a destruction, and Holloway is so – well, he's not anymore, but I feel like he was so underrated. And I, I underrated him too, I'll be honest. Like, I had no idea. He was so skilled in both right and left. He switches stances. All the time. It's, I mean, some people who can go orthodox to, to normal, well, you know, I mean, or southpaw to orthodox, they'll, you know, they'll go back and forth here and there. He does it repetitively, like fast, and he's, he's just throwing punches constantly and connecting, connecting. It's just incredible. Dino, thank you so much. It's, I will, you know, like I say, that's already been posted he, the face, you got to see it. You have to see it because Ortega's face, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's not a good look. Trust me. It's not a good look. Oh, by the way, check out my website, too. There was a, a, a fight before Lomachenko last night. Tiafimo Lopez knocks a dude out in the knockout of the year contender. Uh, I mean, dude goes down, doesn't catch the mat with anything but his face. Knocked out on the way down. Definitely check that out. Uh, hopefully you guys have a wonderful Sunday. Uh, watch some football, blog talk. Thank you for listening in. Facebook Live. I love you guys. Drive fast. Take chances. We'll possibly see you Tuesday night, maybe. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.